It's now time for the Ned and Josh podcast. Look, this is not my idea of a good time. All right, strap in. Here we go. The Ned and Josh podcast is here with you for another week. Thank you so much for being here. We are very excited to kick in for a big Monday. Our first Monday sponsored by the team from 8020 Cafe with locations in Braddon, Barton, Civic, Greenway, Coombs and Kingston. Very nice. Um, I said I was going to start the podcast with an enormous woo if I'd won the lottery. Well, let's just wait for it. Let's listen to that. Hmm. Yeah. So no. <laughs> no. No, I did what I, I did s- win. I won 20 bucks. Did you actually? Yep. And my ticket was $16. Did you actually win $20? Correct. How has that information not been passed on to me until right now? Because I won $4. Yeah, I and know. That's not, but I've I not still... even checked. I've not even cashed it in. That's how little money it is. Okay, fine. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just that stuff you still say. Like I won the lotto. Make that joke. Make that funny joke. The I won the lotto. I only made $20. Yeah. yeah. And, um, look, I'm saving it for everyone else who can't think of a better joke. I didn't buy a ticket. <laughs> Yeah, you said you weren't going no, to. No, I didn't buy a ticket, and I thought I was going to um, do the last-minute swerve and actually get one, but nah. I just, I, I felt like if I don't buy the ticket and I lose, I'll sit there and go, good, that was a smart financial decision. But if I buy the ticket and not win, even though the odds are so astronomically against me winning, yeah. I would still be sad. I get it because you were in it. You like you yeah. could see a future where that would happen. Mm-hmm. I went to get petrol and then I saw the guy in front of me buy a ticket and I went, "Well, this is a sign from the universe. It's a sign. Like I need That's to get one now. That's how they do it. One twenty bucks. Um, you said it's astronomical odds against it. Yeah. Um, apparent. I've I've found a better way to win the lottery. If you'd like, great. To do it. Let's no. Let's do that. And in fact, I because it's recorded and not live. If it's that good, you won't be hearing this right now. So okay. All right. <laughs> That sets the stakes pretty high. If you're okay. hearing this as a listener right now, you know nah, I didn't good. think it was that good. Wasn't that great? So <laughs> I hope you're hearing this now. I should confess something crazy here, so that it, like only if this I next wouldn't. thing's good. Nah, I'm also not going to, but I should. Um, no, no, no. It's like okay, so yeah, we all pretty we yeah, we all collectively lost the lottery over yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn it. Well, you sucks. less so than others, but yeah, yeah. That's so that just threw I won four dollars. Um, if you're over it, if you're over the system, if you're over like being at the beck and call of the lottery, big lotto, big lotto, exactly. Um, I can tell you how you would have better chance of winning a million, like multi millions of dollars. How? Correctly guessing the color that a roulette ball, so like the gambling thing, when it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, correctly guessing what color that's going to land on, so just black or red, mm-hmm. 20, 23 times in a row, got better chances of it, and it'll make you millionaire. Wow. Yeah. Your, your odds are like eight million to one to get. But it's 20. still better than oh, Powerball. The, the lottery is like a billion to one. So like, wow. You know what sucks about that and why gambling's so evil? Because there's a roulette table like within four kilometers of me right now that I could go and test that out on. Twenty three is not that big of a number. Oh right, I'm oh, sorry. No, that's I the correct. Yep, I could a hundred percent do this. Yep. And once again, as I just mentioned, yeah. there's a roulette table within four kilometers of me right now that I could go and test that out on. Hmm. I mean, there's one in my cupboard, but that doesn't actually get any money. That's like it's one of those. Really? That's one of those like fun oh, casino ones. night ones. Yeah. yeah, I would have to put all the money up for that though. So that's not that's not appealing. I don't want to do it tonight, but maybe one week this week, one night this week, we go to the casino and just see if we can pull this off. Yeah, become millionaires, and then I'll start yeah. that show. The next show after that, going woo for real, like everyone wanted. I think I think if I spend any money that I don't have at the moment, mm. uh, Carrie will leave me. So it's true. I'll be going. Ooh, <laughs> that's how I'll start the next show if we don't become millionaires. But do you think that she'll be a little bit impressed with you? If, if we be- became millionaires, I don't think she'd care how that happened. <laughs> <laughs>
producer Michael is joining us for this incredibly important discussion. How are you, Michael? <laughs> Boys, how are we? Yeah, good, thank you. No, we just, on, I man. know what you're about to talk about, and yeah. it is actually a very hot-button topic. <laughs> I was going to say, breakfast is... Uh, Top of mind, even though it's... Oh, yeah. We'll say it's, it's four o'clock in who, the afternoon. But also, who cares? It's I the mean, most important meal of the day. It is absolutely the po- time you're supposed to eat like a king, mm. according to everybody that's ever heard from a nutritionist. Well, it's why, more often than not, breakfast is served in buffet for mm-hmm. when, mm-hmm. You're, when you're out and travelling. I love a buffet breakfast. Who are your nutritionists, guys? <laughs> I don't think anyone says eat like a king, and there's more God, often you, than not you find buffets. such an outrageous dickhead. Like you, you, <laughs> have, you, have you never heard that? You eat like a king king for yeah. breakfast, yeah. you eat like a pauper for lunch, and then you eat like a peasant for dinner. And that's yeah. supposed to be how you're supposed to eat. I remember that. What's, yeah, the thank difference? You, What's the difference between a pauper and a peasant? God knows. <laughs> but I understand the king part, and that involves a buffet <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> All right. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> that's evident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what I wanted to talk to you about was obviously when you think breakfast, at least my brain goes straight to like the full English. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you got your eggs, bacon, baked beans. That's literally eating like a king. Like I call a that full like English a, breakfast. That, that for me is a dad breakfast. My dad gets that, and I don't understand how someone gets through it. I don't. I don't. You don't like it? Nah, I don't feel a need for that much food. Yeah. Mm. I don't feel a need for that much meat at breakfast. Okay, there's a fair bit of meat. Yeah. You do. You and I feel like if I was to guess your um, breakfast. Choosing, you would go for an egg Bene- eggs Benedict. I love an eggs Benny, and that's perfect. You get sometimes a bacon, sometimes some, well, de- always some egg, and then some toast. That's yeah, pretty easy. Kind of why it's called an eggs Benedict. <laughs> it's not. Hey, here's some bacon on toast. It's an eggs Benedict it's without ba- the egg. It's not a bacon Benedict. <laughs> it's an eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, just, sorry. Do you want to fight me on the breakfast? I do. Yeah. You know, I've had, punch en- on. I've had enough of this I, sh- nonsense. You know what? I'm going to try to increase this divide. <laughs> yeah, apparently. good, good. Okay. Because, uh, <laughs> so an expert has decided to weigh in on the full English breakfast uh, menu items. Now, usually the way if you would order one, it would be standard of eggs, bacon, sure. baked beans, hash brown, Grilled tomato, grilled mushrooms. That would be a full English breakfast. Did you uh, say yeah. sausage, like a chipolata or whatever? I guess the bacon could be swapped for a sausage. It depends mm. on, I guess, where you I are. think sausages need to be a part of an English breakfast, no, as me far too. as I understand. And I, I get bacon and sausages. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. If I found out that it only came with one or the other, I would be very upset. I'd be furious. Well, someone wants Which to... Which is re- clearly easy to, for you to be. <laughs> yep. Someone- well, yeah, I'd be furious because I don't order them. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't want one. You'd be like, hey, like, why have you brought me this instead of a yeah. bacon Benedict? Hey, what the hell is this? And B... Where's the sausage? <laughs> Someone wants to remove two two items from the full English breakfast okay. lineup mm. and replace it with something else. It's health professionals. <laughs> That's who yeah. wants to remove at least. Yeah. Maybe we go three, but at least two things from the English breakfast. You've got to lose a couple. <laughs> what do you think the, uh, the the people want to remove? I think it's a pretty easy. I can. I, I can't see it being mushrooms. No, I would obviously say, they want to leave the mushrooms. I would say mushrooms and tomatoes. They seem like the they need to stay. They, I agree, they need to stay because it's the uh, sort of only fresh part of the mm-hmm. meal. The, the rest is baked beans, chipolatas, and s- bacon and stuff. So I agree, they need to stay. But it's weird that Ned keeps insisting that they're chipolatas instead of sausages. Mm. Well, they are in chip- a full English <laughs> breakfast. Well, uh, have me brought a chipolata, please. I was, was going to say, I was going to agree with you until yep. you said chipolata in a British accent and it sounded like the most British thing I've ever heard of. Uh, a chipolata. Higgins, bring me a chipolata. 
just the one. I know they're small sausage, but good. Sausage in a British accent makes much more sense. Sausage. What's going, Michael? The tomato and the mushrooms. Yep. They are going. Um, so they want to replace it with grilled pineapple instead. I'd be uh, on board for that. Apparently, back in the 17th century, uh, grilled pineapple was the standard, the standard. For, uh, for a full English breakfast. Because yeah, when I think of countryside England, I think pineapple. Pineapple. Yeah. In yeah. abundance. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they getting these pineapples yeah. from? I <laughs> Mr. McGregor's garden, famously full of pineapples. <laughs> pineapple Peter Rabbit and keep trying to eat. Exactly right. The greyest country on earth <laughs> always has the sunniest fruit. Tell you what, what I'd get rid of, yeah. um, and this is going to be very controversial, mm-hmm. but it, it always lets me down. No, every time I've had an English bre- uh, an Eng- full English breakfast, it's always the worst part. The toast. Oh. It's always so soggy and gross yeah. or because it's, it's got so much crap on top of yeah. it. At this point, I'd take take it out and give me the pineapple. Yeah. Swap the pineapple for the bread. I actually really like the idea of swapping the mushrooms for pineapple. Same. Yeah. I love that idea. Because yeah. mushrooms are just gross and pineapple's tremendous. Wasn't the only thing that you said that they'd keep was the <laughs> no, mushrooms? No. Let me be clear. When I said that they would keep it, I meant they as in... Health you, professionals. Health professionals. <laughs> I there's no way that met one. <laughs> there's no way that any nutritionist is going. You need baked beans, yeah. sausage, bacon, <laughs> and and a bunch of white bread. There's no yeah. way that's being said to anybody. Wait, is it a chipolata or a sausage? Because that really will affect my. Bring answer. me a chipolata, Edith. Good, good. Must be so scary um, being arrested for being a spy if you're not a spy. God, that would be because you're that's like one of those things where you people have nightmares about stuff like that. Literally, yeah. like if I was in an interrogation, and I was like, I don't know anything, and they're like, Yeah, you would say that. And I'm like, I, I really no, like, don't. I, look, I understand how I would say that, but you've <laughs> got to believe me that I really don't know anything. I'm not a spy. Nah, we'll get it out of you. There's nothing to get I out. I promise you. <laughs> And I don't want to imagine the kind of torturing you're thinking yeah. of. There's nothing for me to say. I'm already as scared as I'm getting. I don't. Be. I don't think I could get out of that. I don't think I'd be able to talk my way out of that. Me neither. I, I like. How would you convince someone of that? Um, luckily, I'd probably try and do maths in front of them. Show them how stupid I was, yeah. so that they would believe that I couldn't possibly be a spy. But all- I couldn't have made it through elite yeah. levels of military to get to that. I'd show them. I'd try and act like a really like I'd try and act the last scene out of Seven with Brad Pitt, where it's very emotional. So yeah. they're like, "Oh, this guy's an awful. He's actor. a terrible actor. He's yeah, obviously acting. Yeah. To be or not to be, it's like let him go. Let him, yeah, let him this guy's awful. Yeah, this has stirred a single emotion yeah. in me. <laughs> <laughs> that rose nothing from me. Fortunately. Someone who has been suspected of being a spy for the last eight months has been released. Great. In Mumbai. Fantastic. Now, pretty odd what's happened. Mm-hmm. Um, suspected of being a Chinese spy and was been taken into custody for eight months, which is crazy. Like That's a hell of a long time. Mm-hmm. It's a pigeon. That they've had in, huh? they've had in, they've had in, they've had in custody for eight months, and they've eventually gone. Well, you're not a spy. Get out of here, and released him into the streets of India. <laughs> I can't even imagine how you work that out. Like, how after eight months you're like, no, I'm certain he's not a spy. No, we've got it now. Yeah. On month four, it was a bit sketchy. I didn't know, but on month eight, we've decided he's not a spy. It's this pigeon. That's, I'm so confused. At month four, I heard him. I heard him instead of going. 
he said something in Chinese, which yeah. really, really <laughs> threw it us off. Actually, incredible. Really threw yeah, us yeah. off. But after another four months, we've realised, ah, get out of here. I heard him. Can you imagine <laughs> into into a little wristwatch that he was that on he had on foot. his foot? Can you imagine walking past a detaining cell that has a pigeon? I'm guessing it's a cage. I don't yeah, think yeah. they held a no. Surely but not. Walking past a cage and every day just like giving it a side eye, being like, mm. I guess. We'll- <laughs> yeah, you would say that, wouldn't you? <laughs> Alright, I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I reckon this pigeon's actually super upset that it's been released. I'd say it's like, damn, it, I was getting meals every yeah, day. This is meals. <laughs> it was loving life. I, people would come and talk to me every yep. day. Mm-hmm. I, they were trying to interrogate me, but I really didn't have anything under the side and so it was kind of okay. <laughs> Putting toothpicks under my nails, it was awful. I'll be honest, I think more animals should be put under arrest. I, I love it. Sure. I love hearing about this kind of stuff. And I, I have actually animal number one, and it's my dog Cosmo for grabbing inside all the time. I think it's insidious, and I think she's trying to really get me to snap. So you would, by the way, if you're a human being, get arrested for that. Yeah, if you, you would. You would. If I did that houses. in a shopping center, that'd be a huge problem. <laughs> Cosmo's just doing it in our lounge room. I think she needs to be taken into custody. She, she barely gets a slap on the wrist. No, it, <laughs> nothing. Out, I clean it up. It's like a game for her. I like you. I like imagining you, you threatening her like people do with their kids sometimes. So I was like, the police will come. If you don't go to bed, I'll call the police. It's like, <laughs> if you keep pooing inside, I'll call the police. I just, <laughs> I'll show you this pigeon. If you keep pooing inside, I'm going to call the vet. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. For what? And I'll have you <laughs> put somewhere else, is what I was going to say there. I thought you were going to say like a cork somewhere. No, no, or no. <laughs> There's really not a solution for that problem. <laughs> I'm going to set you up here. Uh, okay. You can make the joke. Just know that I already know that you will make the okay. joke. And yep. So I won't be impressed. So does that is that sort of some reverse psychology to get me to not make the joke? Oh, you can make it if you want, but just know that I'm not going to laugh. Okay. There's not a version. Will other people laugh? I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Well, um, let's just see how it hits me. Let what, me close my eyes in preparation. What do you think is the most valuable part of your body? Mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or everyone. No, yours specifically. Yeah, mine specifically? Yeah. Oh, well. It's a family podcast. <clears throat> So my internal organs is what I'm saying because mm-hmm. without them, Which one? my body wouldn't function. Which one? My stomach and <laughs> digestive system. It's just gross. I don't <laughs> want to talk about it on a family podcast. Okay, very good. All right. Well, I wouldn't get nutrients to my body without any of that. Yeah, I mean, if you were going to go down that ro- route, uh, not picking brain is pretty odd because none of it works <laughs> yeah, without that. I, it's you, sort of the everyone engine. knows the joke I was going to make, and then I avoided doing it. So yeah. I think I'm classy. And look at us. We've, we've, we've come through the other side Class out the arse Not Although I wasn't between willing us. to talk about my arse Yeah, but good yeah. Um, No, I actually think I know what it is and I, and Interesting Okay, what do you think it is? The reason I think it's so valuable Is because you only get one of them Really You sort, yeah. of, you sort of get two, but not really your, your teeth Okay I think for how much you see them And how dangerous Like in such a precarious position they're in mm-hmm. The fact that we haven't just been like, all right, here's how to make new teeth. Like, yeah. I get we have veneers and dentures and stuff like that that you can get. I really just do like, have fake teeth. Yeah. I know. But like the fact that you just get one pair, the fact that like everyone's not wearing a mouth guard you, at all times. So sorry. Sorry. Have yeah. you, what's, what's made you have this thought? Have you see, recently seen a documentary on sharks or something mm-hmm. that have like, you know, the eight rows of teeth? Or yeah. like, because I've never in my life sat there and thought, I don't have enough teeth. <laughs> Like, I've got the sufficient amount. In yeah. fact, I had to go under anesthetic when I was in my early 20s to take out four of them because they were growing inwards on the other one. I mm. have too many teeth. I also don't get punched in the head a lot. So, I mean, what 
What are you worried about? Are um, you walking through life worried that you can't regenerate teeth and that's something that's actually freaking you out? So or? I had a dream the other night. There uh, we go. That, that means all my death, teeth fell out. That means death, apparently. Well, honestly, I would rather death than all my so teeth fall out. And I'm so nervous for you now because apparently, according to every dream journal, every dream, like uh, dreaming about your teeth falling out is very bad, apparently. All right. Well, I, I mean, I, I just said it and we bl- brushed completely over it. I'd rather die than lose all my teeth. No, no, because I didn't think you were serious. That's why I brushed over it. No, I am serious. But you could just get fake teeth. Could I? I you don't know could. How, you I absolutely could. I don't know how expensive they are. I also don't know, like, if because I know what happens with veneers. They like shave your teeth down to little nubs and, and then they put them put over them the top. top. Yeah. If I had no teeth at all, could they? I just have just to get wear false teeth. Dentures. My like nana's got them. Exactly. I'd rather be dead. You're an idiot. Why? If I'm dead, there's nothing. It's not a problem. What are you? Are you worried that food would be too hard to eat? Is that what you're saying? I would. I'm just. I would just be so worried about it. Like the, the, I, you I couldn't would laugh do anything. too hard, and they would fall out because I've seen that happen with my nana. I honestly just don't want to think about it. Like yeah. to, to to know that the teeth in my head are not real. Mine mm. would freak me out a little bit as well, and I'd be chewing through stuff, being like, "Could I ever feel if they broke?" No, like, could I ever feel like what I was chewing through? But because teeth are just bone, you don't have any feeling. Does anyone have fake teeth listening to this right now that could could maybe enlighten us on this topic? Because like, I what feel, does it like, feel it's, like it's really upsetting, Ned. You know what the great news here for me is? Yeah, I have never thought about this losing your teeth, and I think now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what you're talking about. You don't. So you I don't. Mean, I, I understand the concept of it would be so. It would be so bizarre to have something in your head that because. But I was trying to think like, what if you got like a little bit of something stuck between your teeth? You could feel that all the time. It would yeah. be annoying. Would fake teeth feel like that? And then I thought to myself, I'm like, no, because they wouldn't feel like anything because they're not connected to any nerve endings. So it would just. Yeah, but then you would. It would feel like you just have a plate in your mouth all the time, and then you'd be. I'd be so. I also know, like, I give myself lumps on my tongue because I just. I don't know, play with my teeth with my tongue. Mm-hmm. If I'd do that and my teeth also could fall out, so many times I'd go to start a conversation and be like, oh. <laughs> Hang on. I have seen hey. my, my Nana do that no more than five, but definitely more than twice. It would happen yeah. to me more than five times a yelling. day. She was yelling at me once when I was a little kid. We'd done something naughty and she was screaming at me and her teeth fell out and it was the scariest thing. I think I have... I, this is the scariest childhood memory I have. I, I had the exact same thing once, except it, they, like, it wasn't even my nan. It was my friend's nan, like a family That's friend. That's the only way to make it scary. A family yeah. friend's mm-hmm. nana and she did it as a threat. Like It's not like she was yelling and they came out. She went, she was like this and then... Oh my god and it, and it wasn't like a full row It was like a few of them came out She went like And then did that And I was like ah! <laughs> I'm actually realising now What this all comes back to say, It's the, that one experience Like so many things <laughs> in our podcast If you just went to therapy None of this would be our problem Like just please do it <laughs> You and I are not religious No nah. uh, Don't subscribe to any faith Never have I wasn't even like raised any sort of way Mm-hmm which is why it's... I was baptised, which makes me think Ooh. that it's going to be an extra big problem. Because if, had you if that ends up... Yeah, he yeah, had me and then he yeah. lost me. Whereas I was never... I was always, mm-hmm. an, I was always a nomad. A, a spiritual, religious nomad. Mm-hmm. Just had no place to go. Um, it is weird. And I say that because I want to see if you ever do this as well. But um, despite the fact that I've never aligned with any religion... I still probably do this once a month. Mm-hmm. This is probably also just a check-in of like, I need to fix my life yeah, in okay. multiple ways. Yeah. Once a month, I won't say it out loud, but like in my head, I will have a legitimately earnest thought 
where I'm, I will think to myself, if you're up there, yeah, okay. I know I've been bad. Yep. Mm-hmm. In your eyes. Like, yeah, because I've, I've not subscribed to anything you've asked me to do so far. And I've yep. like done mm-hmm. things that the some of your texts say that I shouldn't yep. do. Before marriage. Yep. Yeah. Yep, and sure. tattoos and yep. drinking and yep. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can pull this off for me, I'll... I'll I, turn it all around. No, not even that. Oh, wow. I'll make an earnest effort to try and do better. <laughs> That's not enough. Well, <laughs> no, I think you need to turn it... If, if, if they're going to come through for you, whoever they may be in this scenario... Yeah. And you've never done anything that's been asked of you. Yeah. You need to fully commit, I think. But because if 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 they are out there, mm-hmm. wouldn't they know my intentions? And I know in yeah, my they heart, know you're lying. Yeah, they, yeah, but yeah. but I honestly think it's like if you do actually to come through for like I really, really, really want this to happen or yeah. not happen or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you can come through with this for me, yeah, I promise I will try to make a better effort to al- live my life more the way that people who subscribe to you do. I think you've got to, I think you've got to do better than a kid like with a rich parent mm. asking for money, going, "Look, this, I, I promise I'll try to make sure I this won't is go the last again. time. Yeah. I promise I'll try to make sure." Yeah. Like you need to do a little bit better than that. I agree, but I just don't. I don't want to. So mm. this, look, these are like, look, I, 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 I'm offering. What I'm doing is I'm offering a spiritual contract where I'm like, yep. here's what you'll get. Mm-hmm. More effort from me. Yeah. Here's what I need. A miracle. You're asking... You're offering a <laughs> spiritual performance management plan. Like, here's, here's what I... Here's my KPIs for this year, spiritually. And I'll do a little bit better, but you need to do everything you can do now. <laughs> I will go to whatever place I need to, 2% more than I did last yeah, year, yeah, which yeah. was zero times. But by the way, what I just requested was a miracle. I need so, you to change the face of the earth for me. <laughs> if you could do that, yeah. that'd be great. Do you ever do that? Do you, ever, I, do you ever pray to someone and no, be like, please just let this yes, happen well, for Well, actually, me? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. And it's it's very specific and it's bizarre because, as you said, I'm not really... I don't believe in any institution of, like, religion in, in any traditional sense. I like to think that, you know, yeah. you're a bad person, bad things will happen to you. universe has Can't a way of sorting it. itself sure. out, all that. But I don't believe... Yeah, you're right. I, be- I do pray to St. Anthony all the time when I lose stuff because my nana told me that works but he's the, when the, I was a kid. Like, he's the, the saint, saint of, of lost, lost things. <laughs> and it actually works. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's just because by the time I've, I'm looking for something and I'm so frustrated that I pray to St. Anthony... You've thought about I've it. I've looked everywhere <laughs> else. <laughs> I think it's just one of those things that it's like, oh, that just ends up happening. Whereas I'm realising now I'm not praying to a saint or a god or anything. I'm What I'm doing is Pinocchio style. Where yeah. I'm just wishing upon a shooting star and hoping it all turns out better. And the shooting star has a lot to deliver for you doing next to nothing. Like, I'm a comet. I'm not changing anything for you, I have when, to be honest. When I wish upon a star, I like the sound of that. Sign me up. <laughs> Bit of an interesting thing has occurred uh, at a supermarket that's going under a remodeling scheme at the moment. And that is that two shelves that were wedged together have been separated. And in between those two shelves was a block of Cadbury Dairy Milk chocolate that is a Sydney 2000 Games story block. Wow. Yep. So, it is literally chocolate from the year 2000, and it's got Sid, Millie, and Ollie on it, the the platypus, the echidna, and the kookaburra that were the official mascots of the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games, and they're there ready to tell a story, because apparently inside the chocolate is a storybook. You collect all six. They tell you the story of the Olympic Games. God, it'd be disappointing if some kid accidentally found it. Like, they just, like, put their little hand through and pulled it out, and they're like, oh, great, one of six. 
six. I'll just get the rest and then realize that was 23 years yeah, ago. You're not going to be able to find them anywhere. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you not know how to count from 2000 to 24? Yeah, okay. Well, it, it happened 24 it, years ago. Yeah, but it happened in 2000. Mm-hmm. It's the year 2024. Yeah, but it, hap- it didn't happen in 1999, which would mean there's only 23 <sighs> years before. Because you know we're thing in is, the 24th I'm year, so, moron. I'm so, sh- so certain you're right. Yeah. And I really wish I hadn't have taken such a big swing with that. Yeah. Stop the whole thing down to be like, mm. <laughs> actually, I think you'll find. You know what? Perfect setup as well for me because I was like, I don't even know if this is I'm right. So but as I said it, I was no, like, I no, think I think I've think fallen you, into the I right think answer. You are right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to question you. Um, moving forward, 250 grams of chocolate from 20-whatever years ago. Uh, are you giving that a go or are you leaving that alone? I'd give it a go. I'd give it a go too. Just to see. Just to just to see how sick it made me. Well, and it depends. Is it mouldy? If it looks eatable, I'll eat it. It's got It's got to look like, because you know how chocolate goes a little bit white when it's yeah. old. It's got to look like a, a milky bar by now, doesn't it? <laughs> sure, certainly. Like, it's got to look actually like white chocolate. I can't imagine it even still resembles chocolate, even the slightest. Like, so, if it's maintained any of its shape, that would be incredible. A couple of things about the packaging that I enjoy that I want to take a quick look, little bit of a walk down memory lane with you uh, is that Sid, Millie and Ollie are on the back of the packaging and they've got speech bubbles. So Sid the platypus says, collect all six storybooks. Let Sid, Millie and Ollie, talking about himself in the third person, little arrogant, tell you about the story of the Olympic Games. Each book narrated by all three mascots. Narrated? Cool. Yep, great. Like an audio who, who knows? Sid, uh, sorry, no, Millie then goes, by purchasing this product, you'll be supporting the... And then Ollie goes, Sydney 2000 Olympic Games and the Australian Olympic team. God, they they sort of. I think that's a weird spot to have put the, the the separating from one person to the other. Well, okay, so they gave Sid a hell of a lot. He's got the front row, mm-hmm. so like he's obviously the the most popular one. Like Millie got absolutely gypped out of yep, that. Millie was just joining the two other ones she together. Just... I think that was disgraceful. But I also think where would you stop by purchasing this product? You'll be supporting the City 2000 Olympic Games and the Australian Olympic team. Where would you put the gap in that if you were rewriting the script? I wouldn't. I'd let Millie say all of that, and then Ollie could go. God, I love and Australia. Isn't that great? Still, said America. God, I love America. Yeah. I mean, Australia. No, I. I don't think we needed three mascots in hindsight. Like I'm looking at this Whoa. and I'm like, you're right. I think only two would have got the job done. I don't know. We we kind of didn't have enough gear for all three of them. Who are you getting rid of then? I'd probably get rid of Ollie because Ollie doesn't. Wait, who is what's Ollie? Ollie's the kookaburra. Ollie kind of looks like. You know, like, other countries would go, I don't know what the hell that is. But then, do you also look at, like, Millie, because she's the echidna and is... Looks like a porcupine a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit like a porcupine. The only one that doesn't go anywhere is Sid, because yeah. he's he's a platypus. That's why they've given him the first few paragraphs. Yeah, yeah. he's the, doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, I'd get... I, I he's gr- the Chris Hemsworth to the Liam and the Luke. Yeah. I'd get rid of Ollie, but I would call Millie Ollie. Okay. Do you know what so I you mean? Get, you get rid of Millie's name. Yeah. Because it was Millennium. Yeah. So, Sydney Olympics yeah. Millennium. Just say Sydney Olympics. That's yeah, great. Sure. Ollie, change her name to Ollie. Perfect. Everyone's happy. You know what happy. I also really enjoyed about the packaging of this? Cadbury, the official provider of confectionery to the Sydney 2000 Olympic Games. Everyone got on board, yeah. didn't they? They really just every. Does the Olympics need an official confectionery provider? I don't think so. But Ian Thorpe's going. You know what I really got into before I had the race? Allen snakes. I know they're not the official confectionery provider, but I really got in. Lock me up and throw away the key. But I love a snake. <laughs> Maybe it's because of my upbringing or whatever, uh, but I've had a thought, and I think it's the way the world should work okay. going forward. Um, when my parents got married, 
I was 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mum didn't take my dad's name. Okay. She was yep. like, meh, whatever. Her name, her last name's Rad, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to say it. It well, has the, the word brain. wolf in it. Yeah. Which yeah. is cool. And then like a Dr. Seuss ending because yeah. she's from Holland. Yeah, she's Dutch. But yeah. uh, my dad's last name is just Bruard because... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. I don't dislike I my strong. last name. I think it's strong. I think any any last name that ends in a D, I think you sort of get the duh. It's and like I, duh. I like my... My name is 2D. Like Ned duh. Bruard. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, sure. it, it's, I like the way my name sounds. Great. At one point I did, like when I was probably 14 or 15, uh, bring up to my dad that I w- was thinking about changing it to this wolf name. Yeah. Ned Wolf. Yeah, pretty cool. Not bad. Yeah, no. It, uh, and but he I mean, didn't love it. Yeah, He didn't sure. love the suggestion. But uh, And you know what? I think I'm better off for staying with it. But because I've grown up this, with like parents, my like friends would come over and they'd be like, Excuse me, Mrs. Bruard. And I'd be like, her name's Wolfswinkle. Yeah. Well, there it is. And then they'd be like, why? And I'm like, I don't know. Who cares? Going forward, I don't think that you should just take whoever's last name. I think it should be the people you've invited to your wedding get to vote on who has the cooler last name. <laughs> I knew that's where you are going and with you that. you both get that name. Yep, I agree. I totally agree. And I would like to put it into effect. I've got a bunch of uh, very famous celebrity couples. Yes. You okay. and I will, yep. as the jury, decide who... Which last name? I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Up first, power couple. uh, See them everywhere. They're adorable. It's going to be interesting to see if we're in agreement on all of these. Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. And I think you also need to take in the first names into account. So, like, does Blake... Yeah, then Ryan Reynolds. You got to go... She becomes Blake Reynolds. Blake Reynolds. And Ryan, Ryan Lively. Reynolds. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. no. Right. That, Reynolds. Yeah, very good. They're the, they're the Reynolds. Easy okay, one. I think that was a good one to be off to the races with. Old school couple, but very much in love. Very, okay. very sweet. Goldie Horn and Kurt Russell. Ooh. Kurt Horn is odd. Yeah, Kurt Horn. <laughs> Kurt Horn is odd. I don't know if I like Horny, Kurt Horn. Yeah, no. Goldie Russell's okay. Goldie Russell's kind of cool. Goldie Russell sounds like you're a country singer or something. Sure. Yep, or you so were going. Yeah, we're going with Russell. Yep, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, so the Russells. Okay, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. Lopez for sure. Because she's already, yep, she's no. J Lo. Yeah, no. Ben, ben Lopez, Lopez is cool. fantastic. It is. It's very. I very absolutely cool. love the last name Lopez as well. And she's got too much to lose. No, she's J Lo. That was easy. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Cruz. Cruz. How do you? How do you go past Cruz? Javier Cruz? Javier Cruz. That's cool that as. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My last one. Uh, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Dax Bell sounds odd. Yeah, Dax Shepard. So, yeah. so yeah. she's becoming Christian Christian Shepard. Christian Shepard sounds Christian cool. Christian Shepard's yeah. okay. Once again, country singer. Yeah, that, yeah. A lot of these actually yeah, do, do end up as either porn stars singer. or country singers. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. No, but yeah, I will. One hundred percent right. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Goldie Russell that made you think of that? Uh, it Kurt was, Horn. It was honestly it, Kurt Horn. Kurt Horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a couple of questions for you, um, and it's about our history. Not yours or mine, but humanity's history. Okay, yeah. Because there was obviously, like, we discover everything, like, s- stuff as we go. And we get smarter we're as a species. building the plane as we're flying it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no really other way to do it. We're sort Except of- for planes. We built them before we tried to fly them. But Exclusively, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, as a metaphor, we're building the plane as we're flying We it. are. We're just getting through life, discovering things. Our scientists and our smartest yep. people are figuring stuff out. But- I must admit, when it comes to that sort of stuff, I'm not doing a lot. I, no. I'm not helping, but because I am a human, I get to go. Humanity's doing a lot, and so I'm not. Thank, gonna... thank you to everybody who's doing the heavy lifting on that for me to be able to feel smarter than like a an anteater or something. Thank I'm not you. getting in the way, which is what I'm doing. Yeah. Like I'm not disagreeing with anything mm-hmm. they're saying. I'm just going, oh, okay, great, well done, thank you very much for finding that out. Yeah. But um, 
We've been spectacularly stupid in the past. Sure. Um, yeah. Very, very dumb in the past. No, uh, that's why, That's how we've gotten here. Honestly, as, as good as the smart people have been, we've, we've also needed the dumb people to be like, oh, so we can't eat those berries. And like, yeah. oh, so a lion will eat you if yeah, you go we, And it. we have the other stuff too that's a little bit more niche, but I still think is stupid, like the little Velcro tennis hand things that you throw the tennis oh, yeah, ball. Oh, you don't like you, those? Ah, oh, stupid. Just play baseball. Understand. Yeah, just yeah. play, yeah. Just, just throw just the get ball. a glove. Yeah. I have uh, two questions for you about... Yep. The olden days. Sure. So let's go the 15... Is this because I'm three years older than you? The 1500s. You want to know about 1992 because you weren't around? I need you... I was one. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. I need you to tell me about 400 years ago so you can do that. This is just postulating. not a wizard, so no, I can't tell you about four. I'm not 400 years old. So, I don't know when it was discovered or when we figured it out, but... Before, like, we as a people knew what static was... So, like, rubbing your feet on, like, a carpet or whatever, mm-hmm. or, like, rubbing your arms yeah, together yeah, and yeah. then zapping someone. Do you think people thought they were turning into superheroes? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that if I saw a spark come out of my finger and I didn't understand how, I'd be like, I'm turning in. But but you've got to understand also, before they understood what that was, there were no superheroes. That wasn't That's a concept. Yeah, they've not so existed you would have, forever. <laughs> and I will say this, and it's grim, but you would have thought you were a god. And so you yeah. all of a sudden, would have, you would have been able to control lightning. Yeah. I mean, you would have zeus out of yourself. Like it Imagine been, if you were Greek and did it. You'd yeah. be like, I'm Zeus. I'm Zeus. I'm, Zeus. I'm obviously Zeus. Look but at this. Everybody did it back then. Like you would have been able to get static electricity happening, like you wouldn't believe. Do you think there was? Oh, a lot of those togas and stuff. A lot of those would have been. You oh know, yeah, chafing. I, I think they would have been chafing, and then there not would a lot have been... of carpets though. True. But, true. Not yeah. a lot of balloons either. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing. Uh, <laughs> the other thing that people just before we knew what was going on. Mm. No wonder we believed in like. Demon possessions and stuff because people were probably getting bitten by all kinds of rabies oh, riddled yeah. dogs and yep. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then three days later, you're like, yeah. and and they're like, like oh well, my God. It's yep. the yep. devil, I guess. It's, yeah, it's got to yep. be the devil. It's not, it couldn't be possibly that dog that's foaming green stuff from the <laughs> yeah. mouth. Yeah, that dog that also just killed over and died two days ago. Nah, it couldn't have been nah, that. It's the devil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but static electricity would have made me feel like a superhero for sure. Because, and the reason I know that, the reason I know that without a shadow of doubt in my mind is because I used to have one of those um like like a pajama like a, a dressing gown that was made out of the same stuff satin boxes are made out of oh nice which now i'm saying it out loud is satin yeah um so <laughs> you're a smart guy yeah no i know i'm when glad I, was, I came to you with questions when i was a kid i used to have one of those and every time that i would wear that i would get the static stuff when it touched yeah. anything metal and i did actually think at like four i was becoming a superhero you're like how am i gonna handle this yeah. this is a lot of pressure i feel like it's gonna go to my head that being said don't get on my bad side yeah, while nah. I'm figuring all this out. Can I just say, like, if you've listened to the last four minutes of this, we started it by saying some of our smartest people allow us to mm. think that we're smart as humanity and all we do is get out of the way. If you've listened to the last four minutes, aren't you glad we get out of the way? Exactly right. Imagine if we were in charge of anything. Imagine if any time any discovery was made, <laughs> I was like, sorry, can you explain that better to me? I think you're a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure they're not Zeus? <laughs> now, let's let's try and work this out now. I think what we do, witchcraft. Witchcraft. Witch trial. Let's have a Let's, trial. let's bring him back. <laughs> With a massive thanks to the team from 8020 for getting behind today's podcast locations in Barton, Braddon, Civic, Greenway, Coombs and Kingston. It's all about the 80% mindfulness, 20% indulgence, the healthy, enjoyable food. It's at the core of everything they do, and they're going to be giving somebody the chance to win a lunch for four on tomorrow's podcast. So you do need to be listening up for that. Very exciting. It's the first time we're giving away something from a brand new sponsor. Very, very, very exciting. 
very excited to have the team from 8020 on board. But Ned, uh, I'd like to start a brand new thing with how we end all of the podcasts moving forward. Okay. How a board meeting would end, how a staff meeting would end. I'd like to open up a slot at the end of each podcast for general business. Okay, we're just addressing things that haven't made the pod. We haven't gotten to yet. Okay. Um, Just things you'd like to talk about. Um, First and foremost for me with general business today, I'd like to express that I had a fantastic time at Slam Pro Wrestling and the Josh from Bronson United seemed to have a really great showing. Didn't get injured, didn't do his knee again, didn't carve off half his face from falling onto the carpet. Where were you on Saturday? Because Michael and I went together and I definitely saw... Backstage, I had a lot of media commitments backstage. Why? Well, because you didn't. You watched, you were in the audience. So I had to be there as the official podcast sponsor. So, but I was there, and I did actually a lot of stuff with the podcast no, as well. I don't think you did? I did. I, I had don't know. I did. Multiple people scanned the QR code from my phone. Nah, silly. <laughs> so I'm that's very what I confused. was doing. But I did see the very handsome devil that is Josh, who looks a lot like me, uh, yeah. and he he had a great run. We'll say I enjoyed all the hate that that Josh got. <laughs> really, really enjoyed it. Made the me feel happy. Of, the chance of you got fired were rough. I will yeah. say that much. It was rough because I also got fired, and, and you were in the cr- and I was just in the crowd <laughs> hearing everyone going, "Josh got fired. Josh got fired." And I was like, "Yeah, me too." But whatever. Uh, anyway, that guy that would have been hard for him. But yeah. Ned, uh, any other general business for? You? Yeah, I need to know if we're shaving my moustache off in this live stream. Oh, God. We because did say I want we to gonna... shave it off. Yeah, we did say we were going to do that. We're it's getting sh- too long and unruly, and I need to start again. All right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, uh, we did say that we would shave it off under a contractual signing mm. that there would be a certain period of time you would not grow it back. So, mm. is that still on the table? Well, or? we never really, we never ironed the details. So, of that nut out. that out. Work out well, exactly. No, you nut it out because it's what you want. I want it to just grow oh, back two and months. be normal. Two months. Two months. I, I think nothing. two months of clean shaven net is what I'd like. A month. Two months. A month. A month and a half. A month and a week. A month and a half. Sure, because I think that's kind of like two and a half weeks, isn't it? No, no. Would you say a month and a half is two and a half, half weeks? Half of a month is oh, like two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's two weeks, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, okay. a month is four weeks. Yeah, look, uh, what month's four weeks, by the way? Pardon? What month's Isn't four? Isn't a month four weeks? Michael's here. February is. What's seven times four, mate? On average, the average month is about four and a bit yeah. weeks. Yeah. yeah, so piss off. What's four times seven, though? Huh? What's four times seven? Thank you for listening to the Ned Wowie. and Josh podcast. We're going to get a date and a contractual agreement as to how long the moustache will not be grown back. And uh, a calculator in here. We'll have all of simple that maths. for you along <laughs> with a family lunch for four to 80-20 to give away on tomorrow's show. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. See ya. Well, that was the Ned and Josh podcast. Make sure to find the boys on socials. Just search at Ned and Josh.